0: Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. The Jamoti Podcast is powered by Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive is the leading manufacturer for high-quality, innovative scoring tables and LED video display boards that help coaches and schools bring more excitement to fans, create huge fundraising opportunities, and make their jobs easier. Visit sidelineinteractive.com to check out their amazing products. I can't wait to find out about your favorite style of play to teach because again, I, I know you. We've had a we've had a friendship for a long time, but I don't know. Uh, if I if I have a good understanding, you know, I know you're a good shooter, and you played for a great high school coach. But then you've you know you played at SMU, you've been to all these places, and so you know, favorite style to teach. What what do you got? Well, so it's funny because you know
1: I, I kind of went through like as you kind of go through your playing career, and you play for certain guys, and then you kind of start trying developing what you're what you like. You know, like in high school, we were like straight motion three out two in Bobby Knight just I mean and it was fun to play for because
0: everybody screened for me and it it was there was like you and John Havens Havens had a great time doing that like
1: go screen for him like okay cool but um but just one of those things where like the more and more I do it like my favorite way and I think probably once I kind of you know kind of figure like been at Bridgeport and then through at Weatherford and trying to figure out through and like when you have less athletic kids and I kind of got to halt them and I kind of started to have this mindset, like, you know what? Like it doesn't really matter what type of kids. I feel like you have to find ways to get a transition. And so teaching the kids how to play in space and spacing and play fast is kind of like, and I, and I really like, I'm a man-to-man guy. And I really like picking people up full court and I, and teaching kids, you know, and, and some groups you will do that, but just like pressure defense and try to create situations where the game gets up and down um I think for a couple of things I think kids like to play that more because it's it's more how the game is um and I think you know we have we have we kind of do like stuff motion with the rules and but like our like transition is like I really like the game when it's fast-paced um you know there's certain things I don't like I don't love uh pitch ahead threes um I like paint touches. Like, so some of the stuff that I was like ingrained in whenever I was growing up, I kind of like melted in, but I, but like if I can get guys to get up and run and jump and play fast and just make it chaotic, I I, I enjoy that because it's kind of like a controlled chaos. Like it's not like rolling the ball out. We have, we, we have a lot of structure in our chaos when we do, but it's putting positions and, and I like, and we shoot a lot. Like we, we do like a 20,000 shot club. I mean, we probably shot as a, we have like 12 guys in our, or 15 guys in our, in our two athletic periods right now. And we probably shot in over 40 shot, 40,000 threes as a team, because I think that's the great equalizer, you know, if you're smaller. Um, and so, you know, and now it's hard in high schools. So you can't really like, like this year, for example, we were, we were kind of, we were huge. And so we didn't have any guards, and so it's kind of hard to play in transition. We don't have guards, mm-hmm. um, but if I had to pick a way to play, I just yeah. just having that freedom for kids to get out and play in space. And I'm not a big—I I don't like dribbling. You know, uh, we have some rules like we're, we we don't allow them to drive. Like if I, if I drive and pitch it to you, like you can't you can't drive off of a off of a drive and pitch. You know, you have to you know
0: we got to shoot that from, it or
1: move it, yeah. shoot it or move it. You know, and it's yeah. just probably simple rules like that. Um teaching kids spacing because I think if you teach the kids like if you teach them how to play, you can run whatever you want to run with them. You know, if they know if they know spacing, if if they're all they know is like how to. So if we that's so that's my way. and, And and it's a lot different than when I played in high school and even in college, it was more like you're gonna come down and we're gonna we're gonna screen a bunch and we're gonna get move it and we're gonna throw it inside and we're gonna we're gonna work till we get open shots you know, we're not going to get in transition as much unless it's off of, like, turnover and stuff. So, um, but I think, because I even think like this, even if you have, like, teams that aren't as athletic, I feel like you can be still good in transition because if there's 80 possessions in a game and 30 of them are in transition or you have 30 transition opportunities or you push it every time you can, they might do a great job 70 times in transition. But if they mess up ten times in transition, that's ten opportunities you aren't yeah. going to have.
0: And because I think it's really, really hard to play five on five. You know, that, that that's a good point. You, you might, yeah. if you're the lesser athletic team, you might want to play in transition more because uh, to create five on fours, four on threes, to play against a disorganized defense. Because you just right, you're right on the money. You against another or more athletic, bigger, faster, stronger team, five on five in the half court. Man, I give the advantage to them. Yeah, you're gonna. You, you might get challenge jump shots. You know, um, yeah. and then
1: it was, it was funny because, and then you can kind of make says, you know, we actually went through a you know a stretch because we were we were we had a different group this year, so we got certain teams we played like we played the Birdvilles and the Richlands, and they were really really tough teams. And you know, we we were competitive in some of them. And they still beat us pretty good, but we had some good moments. But we would like we'd always want to try attack and transition. We got to a point where we would. Try to attack in transition when we didn't have anything. Then we pull it out and we just kind of make them come get it. So it's like we were playing fast and slow. And I Hard tell to our kids do. sometimes, like, Hard hey, to if, do. If, if you, like, transition is your time. Like, you have freedom to play. If it's in a half court, it's me because I'm going to control them in a half court because I'm mm-hmm. going to dictate what we get for the most part because especially when you're less talented, you know. Um, um, and so it's like if you, you, people want to play fast, But they don't want to play fast they don't want to run hard they don't want to do the right things they just want to come down and shoot quick bad shots and so just teaching the kids that way and and i really enjoy it like i enjoy coaching it um you feel like you have a little bit less control oh you definitely have less control you kind (laughs) of do i mean but i also feel like those that moment between like the second and third quarter you know yeah it's like first quarter you come out like there's adrenaline people make people always make shots it's like and then that that middle stretch is where I think transition takes over the game I think there's a lot of opportunities for those runs because it kind of no it is how the game goes and then you put yourself in position those last five minutes to try to grind out a game and so that's kind of how we we that's that's really like how I like to play um and I know sometimes in high school you can't do those sort of like we can't run and jump um, when you have a bunch of big slogan guys, you had to do some different things, but if I had to choose as well, if I was recruiting, if I was recruiting people, if I would be recruiting college, people. I would be getting all six, 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 seven fellows. We'd switch everything. We would,
0: we'd run and jump and scramble around and get up and down. But that's so. so interesting. Cause I, I know you like, that's not how you played in high school. You definitely <laughs> didn't do that in college. <laughs> and so at what point did you, where'd that switch come from? I think it just came from like just, the, just as the game evolved too, because you know how it is the game is completely different.
1: Um, and you know, finding ways like when I was at Bridgeport, you know, went to Bridgeport, and they hadn't won a game in like three years, like it was something crazy like that. And so just trying to figure out how to be competitive, and then trying to do some things we did in high school, and then you know, the 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 four th- A level, you can do a little bit, you can play differently because not as necessarily as good depth of players and then you get to like well, I was at Weatherford and I tried to do some of the same things we're playing the Arlington Buoys of the world I'm like no nah, those guys are doesn't matter you like, you better you can't not guard people because they're just, you know <laughs> and so uh and then when I kind of kind of went through Weatherford and then got to halt them, I just kind of started getting things it's like man like how can we get easy baskets because you know you know like if you're shooting Layups and free throws, you're probably going to win. I mean, if you make the most layups and free throws, even like when you go back and like we go back and scout teams that shot the ball really well, it's like they're going to make – they might make 10 threes or 11 threes. But what usually – when those teams usually win and beat you is because they're hitting those threes and then now you're over-pursuing and now they're getting layups. And the layups and the free throws is what beat you, not the threes. And so uh, just trying to figure out how can we put our kids in position to get easy – Buckets, and then like even like the way the game is going. If you do have kids that are able to play the next level, like that's how the game is. The yeah, game and is and more developing them really well you know? too. Yeah. yeah, and so, and I also feel like just teaching them spacing. You know, I, we we don't really like have like uh like from the from the middle school up like like a structured offense, and then we just do that with every group. We just try to teach teach the kids to play in space without dribbling you know give them certain cues um and then you know i'm really it's funny because you know i was probably like the worst defender ever in high school and college and i'm like, <laughs> like if you can't guard you can't play for me i, I, I probably wouldn't play me, you know? if your high school so, coach could hear that it'd be yeah, like it'd be what did you, know, you say like, Man, what, this guy? he couldn't guard anybody and so you know I, i'm really like just building that like toughness getting up making people uncomfortable um, because I feel like if you can make people play one-on-one, you've won. And if you are having to play one-on-one, you're going to, you've lost. Even if you win or lose the game. Like if we can get, it was funny. We, I remember playing, I was at Weatherford and we were playing uh, North Crowley. And we went through this little thing. We had it called a double fist. And basically I would, we'd get into two, three zone and I look at, and they'd call their zone offense and then we go to man. And then i look at the coach they go and back, it went back and forth and they, i remember we were playing at our place and the point guard looks at brack when he goes he's like they keep switching he's like you're better than them just drive by them and i looked at him i was like that's right so they ran their man off it's, it's harsh it's but like it's fun. true <laughs> but it's true it's like it's like
0: and so it's just those things just like that it's just it's just funny, so you know. But um. two two things, two things on because I love I love the the decision that you have made to play to play your style and, and I feel like we we align, which is funny too because it's a, a style I didn't play either. It, it's, I've all I've this way. We you and I now coach the styles that we wish we would have played. Yeah, like I love Coach Thomas and and he did allow my senior year a little more freedom because there's two NBA players on our team yeah. and, and that was pretty smart. <laughs> you know, and, and and me and hammock, we're okay. And so, yeah. but, but, but in college, for sure. I mean, we ran flex quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so I like, I like teaching an offense that, or a style of play that I would have loved to play myself. Yeah. Two things that you said that I jumped at one, the, like the threes, I, we actually talked to our guys about all of the threes that we shoot being a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal is to get up 30 to 40 attempts a game. We never talk about makes because if we get up 30 to 40 attempts and we're that means that we're creating the type of defensive closeouts and pressure that we want to stop that so that the paint is wide open Mm -hmm. and that's why we i mean there's years where we shoot a really high percentage in the paint compared to what we do everywhere else and but we're okay with all the attempts because of that illusion of uh, we're playing westbury and uh, their coach yells his bench, all they do is shoot threes. And I thought, you know, we got them like yeah. at that point because they're going to start to close out differently. Their help will be farther away mm-hmm. uh, towards other guys. And and then the second thing, I, I just, I don't, I wanted to make sure I got you straight. You said you don't like pitch ahead threes. I, I'm, I'm not, a, I, now if I have like a special guy, like,
1: I would shoot the pitch at three. What I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but like, I don't love it because I always feel like if we're, if we're in transition, because a couple things, you know, one of the reasons why I do like to play, uh, why I do like to play up tempo is I feel like when you're smaller or you're less athletic, you, you have the ability to rebound more, you know, cause you're, you're really in transition. Like think, and, and I thought about this, like, like how many people work on transition blockouts? There's always somebody free there's yeah. it's really hard to block out and transition so you can be like a if, if you can teach your kids to play i mean for example most, like most this, blockout drills are controlled yeah and and so like you know the the pitch ahead three i don't ever feel like we have people in place to rebound because usually you think about it, it's like a pitch out we pitch it ahead it's either like a make or a miss and it's like and so you know i want to give our kids opportunities like for, like we were we it was weird, we had a weird year like we, we were one of the biggest teams and i had like a couple bad injuries and we turned into like this small young team but we averaged i mean i remember we wouldn't play dent ryan with a bunch of little fellas and we had 20 offensive rebounds wow and i think if you can teach your kids to play really really hard you can shoot some of these transition shots and it's going to lead to easy baskets or mm-hmm. multiple opportunities um and so like unless you're like a 40 plus percent shooter guy which you know if you have one of those guys like I don't love it because if like if I'm thinking about a time we get a rebound, we outlet it, we dribble, we pitch the head. There's nobody really inside the three-point line to do yeah. that. And so, um, so for me, like percentage-wise, I feel like well, it's a forty percent, it's it's a thirty-three percent shot. So that's not bad. But if I have somebody rebounding, maybe it's a you know maybe we get two of those. You know now now it bumps up that percentage. So that's really the only reason I don't like it. Um okay like, when I had Keontae, I mean that dude who, if you pitch ahead, you can shoot it, you know, because you don't have those type of kids. But as a general rule, and I always think like, oh, well, if now I do like the walk-up for you. So if we pitch it ahead and we walk up, we we take that one. Um I always feel like if I pitch it ahead and nobody's in front of you, you can probably get a paint touch. Yeah, that's true. Think about how do most people shoot? Like Everybody has shootaways and doctor dishes. Where do the shots come from? It comes from the paint. And so just trying to put the kids in the positions where they work on. Like those are the shots I feel. Cause we started getting, you know, like on our scouting report stuff, we started looking at, you know, we started, I got, I got more about playing players instead of playing, I kind of get off topic, but kind of instead of playing against the teams to a degree. And we start like statting, statting each kid and I'm like, okay, well, he shoots. You know, he's 20% driving left pull up. He's 30% driving right pull up. Shots from driving pitch, he's 60% on threes. He's 20%. So it's like you look at the overall scale, like he's only a 30% three point shooter. But if that guy drives and pitches it to him, he's really, really good at that, you know? And so just trying to teach our kids, like, try to find those high percentage shots because, you know, there's very few kids that can dribble into. Jumpers. I
0: mean, there's very few kids. Yeah. It's but a unique special skill. Ones can. It's a unique skill.
1: So you need that skill. And so just trying to put these kids in position, like, and really for like those role player type kids, you know how it is. I mean, you like watch some of the playoff like like the Mavericks playing right now. A lot of their guys making shots, like the 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 Bull- Bullocks and the Finney Smiths and the Cleavers, Kleba, and all like they're just gonna catch and shoot. And so they're not going to be able to make a play. So they're trying to put themselves in position and you know the special guys that can make plays, and that's why you like, you know, teach those guys, you know, in transition, give it to the guys who can create, and then try to create for those guys that aren't going to be creating. And so that just going to make us better, you know? So, um, and that's yeah. just kind of my whole philosophy on it. And I know, and you know, I really like over my own career, like we don't have a lot of wins, but I feel like my whole goal is just to be playing our best basketball by the end of the year mm-hmm. and doing it the right way. Yeah. you know, and I feel like you do that, then you're you're successful. I think people judge success differently, but that's just kind of how I judge success. So
0: no, I mean you're yeah, you're right on the money with success. If you're only basing it on wins and losses, then crap. I mean, there's only a handful of successful teams a year. Mm-hmm. But but there's tons of people that overcome that they they have some adversity that might mean most teams will fall apart and they still Figure out a way to do great things, or, or they're just improving, and it's not at the rate that you need it to, but they're still improving. I just want you to know, um, I I accept your answer. Uh, (laughs) When you first said it, you know, I I mentally just kind of kind of flinched, but you're right. I get the offensive rebounding thing. Um, I've gotten to a place where I don't know if it's a good place, but I try to judge every shot. Um, based purely on, like, we have a shot scale, a rating mm-hmm. scale that we, that all of our guys live by and, and we all communicate by. It. So there's a lot of clarity there. And I try to judge the success of a possession just based on the rating of the shot that we get. So yeah. time doesn't matter. Passes don't matter. Uh, guys down the floor to rebound don't matter because. I mean, getting what we would call a seven, an eight, or a nine—yeah, like it's hard uh, the, yeah. the, to turn down one. Mm-hmm. Um, hoping that another one will come is dangerous to me. Yeah. Yeah. but that—but that's just where I've gotten to with that. But but your idea of because of focus of ours, and I think if you if you want to be a great offensive rebounding team, it's something that you have to focus on yeah. because it rarely happens. Uh, based on hope. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, and we like I said that's part of like our
1: grades. Like I have like a grade sheet, that, and we sit down with our coaches at the end of the year, and we're like, "What do we need to do to be successful?" And we make a grade sheet, and it's like we we feel like our kids are doing these things. The kids are doing these. We're gonna, this is going to put our, ourselves in the best chance to be successful. And so, you know, we grade no going to rebound is We just try to hold them accountable for that. And, and you have it's it's not the drills. I think it's kind of like you have to just do it. You know um and just get kids to pursue especially when you're small like defensive rebound you got to pursue five guys like you gotta you you gotta block you gotta put bodies on people it's probably gonna if you're a little fella you're probably gonna get below the rim rebound so if you go stand with people you're not gonna get it just just that consistency but but to your point like i don't think there's any right wrong way but like it's like what do you choose to work on like that's right you probably should do do you can't do everything yeah so what do you choose yeah, if you shoot, like you'd shoot, like you probably work on pitch head shooting. Um, and we we kind of like have our stuff based off of pitch head attack and, and just have certain ideas um, because just of how we design stuff. And so like I yeah. said, you know how it is like there's all different types of way to be successful. And it doesn't matter what you do, it's just what you
0: decide to commit and how you, what you're planning. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast